Welcome to Your Own Words, a podcast that celebrates the love of reading with real people and real books, both critically acclaimed and slated. Listeners are encouraged to read along and join the journey to the libraries of friends newly discovered. This podcast may contain spoilers, feminist rants, curse words and mispronunciations of names, cities and more. Happy 2020, happy Hap- Brexit anniversary. I mean, let's not lead with Brexit, <laughs> even though it's just happened. Uh, happy Series 2, <laughs> Season yes. 2 of how, Your Own Words. How on earth did we get here? Insane. We made it, sort of. The tube. <laughs> yeah, the tube is how we got here. Yeah, does, it, does this mean we know what we're doing now? Is this no. second season? No. Should we have this down? Probably. So um, how are you getting on with your reading thus far? I'm asking this. I'm, okay, listeners. <laughs> Beck has been on a tear of reading. How many? Do you know how many? Um, I think January, because it's February now. Yeah. So I think January was 16. 16 books. Yeah. So I've, far. I've developed this new way of reading so I can do two at once. So I audiobook one book and read another book concurrently. So wow. I, I bash you two at a time, basically. And you don't find that I mean, I don't upsetting. listen to the book whilst I'm reading the book, <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> like when I'm not doing the sitting down, mm. I'll, I'll listen. Okay. So I can do two at a time. And I try and pick different genres. So I'll do like a memoir and a fiction. So I'm not confusing right, right, the, right. the characters. There's no like um, plot line. Yeah. Because that, although I have now read so many books. So they have all kind of mangled together. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So there was that lesbian in the pig farm on the beach with <laughs> Patty Smith. That was a weird day. <laughs> oh, I read that. Yeah, sounds good, right? Uh, so yeah, I think 16. 16. is pretty good. Um, I've had a couple of days off though because I've, I've been holidaying. Mm. Well, actually I did In sunny Berlin. In sunny. <laughs> Berlin is very grey. Berlin is um, And great. wet. Yeah. It was wet and grey, but it's a very cool city. I liked it a lot. And I read Joan Didion, the White Album, whilst mm. I was there. How is that? I haven't read any Joan Didion. It's great. I love her. She Her, her way of writing is stunning. I watched the Netflix documentary on her and yeah. I became very intrigued. She's cool. But I've I've yet to... to crack a spine I <laughs> I recommend also the, the coffee of the white album I had was so nice to hold I just really enjoyed holding oh, okay. it um, it is a rental though so I do have to take it back over I stole it from a friend thanks Aiden. Uh, I'll bring it back <laughs> I thought you meant from the library I'm like that's a bizarre way to describe it I just it. Popped, to, <laughs> popped to Berlin to rent a book um, <laughs> and then bought it back and gonna have to go back again um, Amazing. Yeah. How how's your reading? I was just about. I was well, while you were talking. I was like, oh god, open Goodreads. How far are we? I feel I'm around ten. Let us check the tally. Nine. Nine. Have you got a favorite of that nine? Hmm. I've read nine super awesome and very different books so far. Yeah. Uh favorite. Ooh. You can have a top three. Okay. Uh, How to Fail mm-hmm. by Elizabeth Day was like a nice I haven't read like a non-fiction like that in a while that was kind of like uplifting inspiring and like something I felt I could really relate to a lot I know I was sending you lots of pictures like, yeah. you have to read this book look it's, she's in my I brain I feel like I've already read it yeah sorry <laughs> uh, it's out in paperback now so you're welcome <laughs> to pick yourself up a copy um, I also read my first Toni Morrison oh uh, yeah and now I'm I get it yeah. Not that I was confused before. I just hadn't experienced <laughs> Why it yet. Why are people reading <laughs> Why is everyone this sad woman? this woman has passed away? Uh, no, I read Home um, by Toni Morrison, and I am, like, obsessed and in love and can't wait to read more. And then, I don't know, man. I read some cool books. I, I read the Twas the Night Shift Before Christmas, which is Adam Kay's uh, little Christmas book that he put out, and... I just love the way he writes. He is so funny. He's so laugh out loud funny, but also there's so much like heartbreak yeah. uh, in what he writes about. So that's probably up there. But yeah, cool. I also read A Clockwork Orange. I'm working on my classics. Oh yeah, well done. That's so good. So that was cool. <laughs> was this your your thing of the year? To yeah. this year, read more classics. Yeah. So I've I've read one. Well, I guess the um, 
Sorry, now we're just going on a rant. The one day in the life of Ivan Denisovich. Oh, yeah. Was probably. That you can have that job. That ticks. Ticks that box. So I'm getting there. Got got some Faulkner to read. Oof. Coming up. Yeah. Wow. I'm not <laughs> he's diving right in there. <laughs> well, I'm trying to use your book that you got me for Christmas, oh, yeah, and true. he's got As I Lay Dying oh, on his list, and I happen to have a copy of that inherited from my former flatmate. So I'm trying to start with the ones I own already. That's a gap. It's small enough. It doesn't look too daunting. It's Faulkner, though. I know. Mm, I remember having to read something in school by Faulkner, and I don't think I, I wrote uh, an essay on it, but I didn't read it. So <laughs> I'm not sure how I passed, but I couldn't. And then there was another there was another um, student in my class, uh, Jeff, what was his name? He hated it so much he burned it <gasps> and just didn't return it to the school. It was a school copy. You c- guys. I know. You cannot burn books. I know. You d- no. I didn't do it. This I'm just is reporting a crime <laughs> several, several years after the fact. <laughs> wow, that's that's wounding. Yeah. Oof. What are your top three that you've read of your 16, my if you can remember the plot lines am, of any I'm of I'm going to have to remind myself of what the 16 are. See, Goodreads. Um, yeah, Aren't good you glad is, you downloaded it? Uh, yeah, I love my Goodreads. Yeah. So it's like every day I've got to add another bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, show off. How I just I get I... mad at Beck. She sends me pictures of... Every book she's and reading. And another one, and another one, and another one. Um, oh, do you know what? This is actually going to be tricky. Can I have a joint third place? Yeah, I mean, there are no <laughs> rules here. <laughs> uh, my joint third place would be Educated by Tara Westover, which is just the most stunning memoir of the young girl that grew up in a very strictly religious household and then turns <laughs> out she was a fucking genius yeah, I really like, taught herself that. how to do an exam at 17 got into uni and everyone was like you realize you're a fucking genius right um great just ridiculously beautiful beautiful book it's so so well written um and that's i'm gonna buddy that up with fresh water by i don't want to mispronounce the name a quakey m-e-z amazing book okay really interesting really interesting like way of writing about mental health she writes as this young girl who's got all of these sort of like things in her brain that are born with her and they just sort of grow and come out and they're kind of there to protect her when bad things happen they take over her personality so she doesn't have to experience the bad things and then they go away but actually it's just sort of like that's her mental health cool Um, it's great loved it uh and then queenie i fucking loved queenie 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 so good candice carty williams absolutely amazing i bought it on the way here so it's out in paperback is it out in paperback because i audio booked it because it was plinth i know i almost bought it for you but then i couldn't because bonus extra fun paperback (laughs) it comes in multiple colors so you can (gasps) choose which color you want and i couldn't i didn't want to make that choice for you because i almost bought it for you on the way here wow so i chose yellow but there's like a kind of hot pinkish color there's a green there's like a teal oh, I mean I know it's like deadly. kind of silly but it's really cool I was so excited that, I, was like, Ooh. I love that yeah. that was great and I had to listen to that because it was plinth yes. that's so good that is just a stunning book it's it's I laughed I cried it's just wonderful I'm really excited to read wonderful, it wonderful wonderful book and then my top and I, I now understand why this co-won the Booker Prize with Testament Girl, Woman, Other by um, Bernadine Evaristo. Evaristo? Evaristo. Evaristo. Um, wow, what a, what a crazy yeah. good book. I listened to that as well because it's also plinth. It's amazing. It's amazing. All right. So, yeah. So they know what they're doing when they, they choose They know what they were doing because I both, Testament was like one of my books of last year and that, it's going to be hard to beat that bit for me this year. Also, it is like my goal of reading books that aren't just by white men. Um, which you're you're killing which it. I'm doing really well yeah. so the, what that's all women was that all that was all women that was all women wait no sorry that's a mistake because um, the person who writes Freshwater whose name has completely gone out of my head is non-binary ah so they even better um, the more diversity yeah the better so I'm, I'm just racking it up no white men yeah no heterosexual white men in my book list of 2020 people I, I am not doing well <laughs> I've got Anthony Burgess I've got Roald Dahl I've got uh, Adam Kay and Alexander yes that Russian one that Russian one uh, and Daryl Cunningham as cool. well so yeah uh, yeah the, so this actually ties in really well Segway um, To something we've decided just this morning We are going to start doing for Patreon uh, It's 2020 We're really excited It's a new series We've kind of figured 
ourselves out a little bit. We're excited. We've got some really cool books coming up um, and some really interesting guests that we're really stoked about. Um, and we want to get up to kind of way more this year and see how we can kind of take this to the next level. That sounds so <laughs> stupid. Which level are we on? Uh, basement. I want to take it up to like maybe bring, level one. Bring us up to the ground floor, people. Yeah, ground floor at least. <laughs> um, so like we would love to do kind of live events and uh, meetups and kind of more interesting stuff. So um, if you want to help us kind of hit these goals, um, it would be awesome if you can support us on Patreon. Uh, we've got lots of fun perks for you on there. Um, from physical goods that you can get, so badges, bookmarks, um, a book recommended to you from us, um, all that kind of good stuff. But as well, we've got some bonus online content. So, for example, um, right now, you, if you're a patron, you can see, <laughs> you can watch me call Ishmael um, <laughs> and tell this mythical whale slash phone number about uh, one of my favorite books of all time. Um, but we want to start every month uh, each doing a post of which uh, what books we've read that month, uh, kind of what they're about, like a little mini review. So it's kind of like our reading list for you. So uh, you can get that content on Patreon as well. So patreon.com slash yowpod. Uh, it would be awesome uh, in the new year if we can get some more friends on there um, and, yeah, get uh, get going with some cool new projects. Well, shall we dive into introducing we, we today's stuff, episode? I'm so excited. The stuff and things. For reasons that will become clear later on, but I'm really, really excited we're doing this book. We haven't told you about it um, for reasons that will become clear as well, so we haven't advertised so you could read this in advance. So kind of sorry, but also not sorry because I'm really excited to do this because this author means a lot to me um, and a, to a lot of people. So um, it's a bit of a surprise. Happy New Year. Uh, nod to this kind of awesome community that this book has created. So uh, without further ado, Beck, would you like to introduce the author of said book? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank you. Kim Holden lives in Denver, Colorado with her husband and their son. She works by day, writes by night and any spare moment in between and daydreams constantly about imaginary characters and settings and plots. She is the author of a number of books, including All of It, So Much More, Gus, Franco, and today's novel, Bright Side. Yes. As in always look on the... Of life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Bright Side, uh, I will tell you a little later on my connection to this uh, book, but for now I will read the... Uh, sweeping synopsis from uh from the <laughs> dramatic <laughs> kind of feel it's very dramatic this synopsis have you been preparing for this best no actor voice. i have not prepared at all so <laughs> let's go uh yeah i will do put on my best actor voice secrets everyone has one some are bigger than others and when secrets are revealed some will heal you and some will end you <gasps> Gasp. kate sedgwick's life has been anything but typical She's endured hardship and tragedy, but throughout it all, she remains happy and optimistic. There's a reason her best friend Gus calls her bright side. Kate is strong-willed, funny, smart, and musically gifted. She's also never believed in love. So when Kate leaves San Diego to attend college in the small town of Grant, Minnesota, the last thing she expects is to fall in love with Keller Banks. They both feel it, but they each have a reason to fight it. They each have a secret. And when secrets are revealed... Some will heal you, and some will end you. God, that's a bit dramatic. It is isn't it? very <laughs> dramatic. Some will heal you, some will end you. Dun, dun, dun. Jesus! Wow. So this book, I, I should say before we introduce the guest, uh, well, we have to call her first, um, but is the first book that we've done, which is an independent book. So what that means is there is no publisher. Um, Kim has self-published it, so. It's available on Amazon and on her website. Um, and despite that, it has become an insane success. It's in like the Amazon top 20 bestsellers list. Uh, it's been translated into tons of different languages. Um, you know, it's it's got amazing reviews and lots of lots of readers all around the world. So it's really impressive in itself um, that with literally no team behind her, she's managed to get this book uh, into the hands of so many people and it's touched so many people so uh, I'm really excited um, I'm one of those people uh, but I'm really excited for today's episode to kind of talk about that a bit more 
and I knew absolutely nothing about this book before it was put in front of me. Of course. So. <laughs> how, how would you have discovered it? Um, so yeah, um, do you do you want to introduce our amazing guest? Also excited. Guess, <laughs> Forgot guess to one. say. Oh, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> we are. This is not the first time we've spoken about this uh, person or her business on the podcast. So we're super super stoked to have uh, this person as a guest. So Beck, yeah. who, who is it? Benita Patele is the founder of BookBay. Um, I cried when I saw my BookBay. Do you remember? Yeah. I was emotional. I genuinely cried. Um, bringing the book sleeve to life since 2016. She started BookBay when one of her signed paperbacks was destroyed in her purse. She was devastated and immediately went online to see if there was anything out there to protect her reads the way other cases protected electronics. When she couldn't find anything with the proper size and protection, she decided to make something herself. She took a beginner sewing class and after countless prototypes, BookBay was born. Since its birth, the book bow has made it into the hands of well over 30,000 individuals across the globe, allowing Benita to travel all over the US and live the life of her dreams. She has also had the opportunity to speak at schools. Growing up in poverty in the inner city, she talks to kids about how to not let their surroundings dictate their destiny. Benita, welcome to Your Own Word. Hi, oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. This is so fun. I'm so excited to be here. We're, we've been looking forward to this one for a little while. Yeah. Good. We, we are obviously massive fans of your work. <laughs> yeah. I honestly am not lying when I say I burst into tears when Alison gave me the book, but <laughs> I literally cried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh so my gosh. I'm I'm, I'm so, so happy to hear that you like it because it's always so ner- I'm always so nerve wracked. Like, you know, it could be like the design's just not what you want. But at the end of the day, I'm like, if you just get it and start using it, you will love it. And yeah, you'll I, like kind I of get it, it. in three seconds. <laughs> I burst into tears and then I put every book in my bag in it <laughs> one after the other. She was like testing it one by one. Like, ooh, will it fit this one? What if I put two books in? <laughs> she was like a kid on Christmas it Day. It was the best day. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. We're always. Yeah. And we're always trying to go bigger, too. So. So textbooks is another thing that I'm really trying to cover, um, ah. which I think will be really, really great for the chitlins, um, the kids in school, um, <laughs> <laughs> for for my friends across the pond. I'm going to be dropping a lot of random weird things, so uh, I will try my best <laughs> to make sure I explain what it was I was just discussing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to start before we get into the book, and I know uh, you and I will obviously, we have a... A very heartfelt connection with it, and Beck is Beck is new to the Bright Side universe. But um, we Thank want you. to, yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, we want to ask you just some basic questions about you and who you are, and who you are as a reader. More importantly, um, so I will start with: um, Do you set reading goals for yourself, or do you participate in any reading challenges at all, or do you just like go for it and read whatever you want when you want? I am not that hardcore. Um, I do not. I read what I want when I want. Um, I guess this is going to help too if you guys don't mind going into a little bit like a background, I guess, of like how I started reading. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm actually seven years sober this summer and um, from alcohol and I stopped drinking and then just kind of picked up another addiction and found out I really enjoyed reading. And I never questioned it because it was good. Finally, it wasn't anything like bad that was going to truly like, you know, spiral my life any more so than it already was. And so I just picked up a book and started reading. And then I was like, you know, before I knew there was a community of any kind, I just would find an author and then I find I would read every single thing they ever written. And um and that's just kind of how it is now. Whatever the mood, whatever mood I'm in, I pick up, I read. I always try to strive for more just because I think it sounds cooler when you can tell people you've read tons of books. <laughs> but um, I just, you know, the older I get, the more I just work at my own pace. I, I don't, it's not really about keeping up with the Joneses at all. And it's just about uh, doing what makes me happy. I love that. Yeah. And also, congrats. That's such an awesome step. Seven years is amazing. So thank congrats. you. Congrats it's very hard. And I'm thirsty every day. And just so you guys know who are listening now, um, we're later than we wanted to like be on this. But today's the Super Bowl and I am triggered. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> but it's OK. I you just got to keep a ton of drinks in your hand and, you know, like stay strong. Every day is the, you know, you got to show up every day. Wow. Do you I- remember what the book, that first book that you sort of read was when you kind of f- found that addiction? Um, this book. Um, oh, cool. Correct which is exactly answer. which is exactly why we chose it. Um, you know, uh, Allison and I were kind of like looked at each other. Well, we were on the phone, but it, if we were there, <laughs> we would have looked at each other. And it was like on three, we we're like, 
bright side. Yeah. Um, this was the book. Uh, just to give you guys another like little background, I had read a few books before. Like I was just kind of leaning towards Amazon. If I bought a book, they were like, we recommend this one. And that's exactly how I found Kim. Um, uh-huh. I read it. Uh, I am in my 30s. I'm a cat mom. I have a fiance who enjoys video games. So he was doing his usual situation where he's playing his game. And uh, I was behind him on the couch reading on my stomach and I cashed the book out. I think it was like a day or two. And I had just gotten to the end and I was a wreck, dude. Like boogers, tears, <laughs> yeah. sniffling, couldn't breathe. Like it had hit me like nothing had ever hit me before. And Aaron like paused his game and looked behind me and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like, this book just changed my life. Yeah. It was so hardcore, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I know the first time I read it, I like was sobbing hysterically at the end. Um, I guess I guess this is a good point to say to listeners. Um, there's probably no way for us to do this episode without some spoilers. Yeah, so I was going to talk if- to you about that. <laughs> I want to say I wouldn't. I'm going to really try to keep it spoiler free. The only thing that's going to maybe set some people off at just when we're talking about our emotions, and it's yeah. not something to get scared by. Like I always feel so overwhelmed when people, like even if you're in Kim's group, um, b- uh, group the Brightsiders, like I'm always like. People get really scared. I'm like, this isn't a scary thing. This is a beautiful thing. This is a cry that's like needed. It's it's so damn good. Yeah. So I'm gonna do everything I can to keep it as spoiler free as I can. But we we will try as well in that case. It's <laughs> gonna be tough um, because obviously everyone's like, what? Why are you crying? Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll try to keep it you know on the periphery instead of because uh, yeah. sad. Because sad. <laughs> because sad. Yeah, you know, and going back to it, it was one of those things where it led up to everything that I am now. And I tell this all the time to Kim because I, I still can't get over my life that I'm, like, friends with her. Mm-hmm. And I do genuinely, like, consider her a really great friend of mine. Um, but it just changed my perspective, my drive, my passion for life. And it led me to opening my business. I now became obsessed with Kim. I found out there were signings in my area. I had to have the book signed, and that's where it started. Really? Yes. Yeah. Can you? So, can you tell us? um, Obviously, like when we kind of read your um, your little bio, it was kind of like, okay, you started Bookbo in 2016. But do you want to tell our listeners and and us like a little bit more about your kind of Bookbo journey? Like, how did it start, and how did you get to where you are now? And how did how did this book tie into that? May as well kind of join it all together. Yeah, of course. So so it basically started BookBo. I was working, just to give you guys a background, I am one of those people who um, had their life kind of set out for them because my parents didn't really do a very good job of, you know, examples and, and setting us up. Not that that's even a thing, because obviously I don't know that that's a thing, but um, they just didn't really lead very good examples. And reflecting now on it, it's like I do what I do now for every kid who had to grow up too fast, who was raising a child that wasn't their own, who was changing in the bathroom in high school and, you know, when they were just old enough to finally get to work, changing in the bathroom to go to work after this. Like, it had never stopped for me. And I just knew I was always destined for more. I never knew what that was. I didn't, I couldn't sing. I couldn't dance. I'm not articulate. But I just knew there was something in me that was bigger than what was around. And so I'd always kind of kept that. I never, I was, you know, I got lucky enough to stay with a friend. My mom was, dude, my story is so hardcore and it makes me sad when I have to repeat it because I don't want to go into the details because I just feel like it's dramatic. But mm. anyway, you I can share I as up, much or as little as you want, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to, I just, I always don't ever want to feel like a victim at all. Um, but it's still very sad. And I always try to make it a point to make sure that I understand that I'm able to grieve those things because they're very warranted. And I'm only saying that out loud because I'm hoping that if somebody's hearing this and they're in those situations where they might even have someone who's evil, who's making them feel worse about it, um, that you're warranted. Uh, This is not okay. And when you get into a position where you start making the change for yourself and yourself only for the better, um, you become stronger. So that's what had happened. I had met my fiance after all the drama that was my life before. And I just knew that I had to keep moving forward, that there was never any question to like stop walking at least. And I've got a job at FedEx office. I'd worked there for, I think it was like nine years. I was making 1190 an hour. I had full blown insurance for everything, dental, medical. I was like, damn, this is it. Like 
I am in a position now where it's okay. <laughs> Even though I was like, I had nothing because 1190 is nothing to try to live. But in between those courses, I still had these demons. Um, I've lost five immediate family members. I'm talking aunts, like brothers and sisters of my parents who have died of cirrhosis of the liver. And so those things always crept back. I was always like, cool, I just won't be drinking and driving. I I got a DUI. After that, I was like, cool, I'll stop. I was still getting so hammered the night before that I had to get a breathalyzer on my car. It was going off at 7 a.m. when I had to go to work because I was still intoxicated. Like, I was like Frank the Tank. There was no, like, (laughs) in-between. So I met my fiancé, and he is just good. He's just, you know, you meet somebody who just makes you better because he's better. And that's exactly what happened. So I slowly started like peeling off these layers and and he started like getting to the core. I got a DUI. I went to a class where I had to sign a piece of paper saying that through this court appointed program, you would not drink. And it was like a three month course. And I was like, you know what? Like, why not? I signed my my like little life away and I was like, let me just try. And I did. And it was the best three months. It was the most clarity I've ever had in my life. And I just decided to stop drinking. Three months turned into six months and it turned into a year. And that's when I found Brightside. I was about a year sober and I read the book and I had to know everything I could about Kim. Uh, I'm very, uh, I'm a stan, which is <laughs> hardcore fangirl for anything. If I'm, if I'm in, I'm all the way in. Yeah. And um, so I just was like, who is this woman? Where is she? <laughs> Not in a creepy way at all. <laughs> Not in a creepy way, guys. But like, you know, who is she and what is she about? Well, I found out that there was this amazing signing uh, that was happening. Shout out Southern Bells, amazing group of women who throw amazing events. And Kim was there and I was like, I'm going. And I went alone. I had no friends in the community and I met Kim and I had the book and I got it signed. And then that's where it came to a point where now I found out there were more signings and I was getting more of my favorite books signed. And I was like, but I'm so broke. Um, Hmm. So I was like, why is it that I can't read the book that I have and then gently and then put it back on the shelf where it belongs? Like, why am I having to go and buy a Kindle version? Why do I feel like I need to buy another book because I don't want to ruin this precious, you know, book of mine? And so I just looked it up to see if there was something like it that protected your book the way, you know, a Kindle was protected or an iPad. And there wasn't anything that fit the size. I was using an old like Michael Kors iPad case that I'd gotten for Christmas and it just didn't work correctly. So I decided to take that sewing class and the rest is really history. I was the only one in there that wasn't pregnant at the time. Um, Every single woman in there was pregnant, like working on making like baby bibs and and stuff like that. And I was like, I read nasty books uh, every now and then. And I just, (laughs) I'd like to keep them safe. Um, So, and the rest is history, dude. And everything else after that just became very instinctual for me. Like I just understood that branding was really important. I understood that um, customer experience where I would only make what I was able to sell. Um, and then that's what created the frenzy where I was only putting at 50 at a time and they were selling out in minutes. Or, it was I, insane. Because I yeah. remember, if I can interrupt. No, I'm done. Add, like, <laughs> There's no how more. I came, how I came upon you. So I read Bright Side um, from a bizarre way. I'm sorry, Beck, we'll let you talk at some point. <laughs> Please carry on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm enjoying listening. But um, I might just sit here and read my book. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so I, I found Bright Side, basically when I finished the book, sobbing hysterically and I was like oh my god I need a support group for this and I like looked online and it turns out at this time the Facebook group was still called Brightside Support Group <laughs> and I was like thank god so <laughs> I joined it um, and you know posted in there as everyone does like oh my god I just finished this book and I had uh, found it through a band called Sunset Suns who I did not realize at the time was like a massive thing in the group um, so everyone kind of freaked out that Sunset Sons had basically told me about the book and they were like, oh, my God, like they know about us. Um, So Kim reached out to me and was, you know, just 
as Kim is the loveliest human that I've ever encountered uh, on the planet. Amazing. She 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 messaged me uh, and was like, "Oh my goodness, like your post in the group today made so many people smile. I'd love to send you like a signed copy of the book." And I was like, "What? No, like you don't have to do that. That's I'm just telling you how I found it." Um, and she's like, "No, no, no. Like you made so many people's day, and that makes me smile and makes me so happy. Like please, like I would love to do this." And that was the beginning of my friendship with her, where I was just like, "Oh my God, like you are." The way you write, and we'll obviously talk more about the book and how it makes people feel, but like it's this beautiful kindness that emanates through it and through the main character, Kate. Um, Kim kind of is that in real life. And um, and I remember, I don't remember exactly how I heard about BookBo, but I think maybe there was a giveaway in the group or people in there love you and they talk about you so much. But I remember it, it was at that point, it was an Etsy shop and you would basically have to like wait for the minute you were going to like release the next 50 and they would sell out so fast I never could get one. Um, it was just, trippy. Like, insane. Like how did that feel? It felt good in the very beginning. And for a very short amount of time, it felt good. But it was all stress and anxiety after that only because it now became crazy pressure. It now became people really wanting it. And then out of the jump, immediately people started creating it. Like it, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, reinvent the wheel by any means, but it was something that wasn't there before that clearly showed the need and people were, had jumped all over it. Um, I immediately had people starting to like copy the idea and it just, you know, I'm not a strong person. I definitely like looking back now, obviously in the 10 years, I'm a lot stronger now, but man, I really struggled with with balance and I would get, I would have a great sale and then I would have terrible comments from a few people who finally found me and were like, you call yourself a business? Like I'll go somewhere else. Like this is a joke. And it was like, this isn't a joke. This is real. Like I just started sewing and I could only make a hundred. Like I'm fucking trying. I ended up hiring my best friend who now worked for me. We always joke, you know, if we ever get like major and we have like badge numbers to come in, she'd be number one. Um, and I, I am sure that we will only have number. I can't wait. So it just, it, it was good. And it made me, I, it got to the point where I was like, I didn't lay the blueprint out for me to like lay on this. And I just kept hustling. I was like, what am I going to do to expand? What can I do to grow? I love this product. If I never sell another one, I will always use them, like as long as I live. So because I felt so strongly, I just really knew I had something. So that anxiety and fear turned into like what it is now. And and I'm still not going to stop. So very exciting. Please don't because we're (laughs) obsessed with them. (laughs) Good. Yeah. And I just feel like so many people still don't know about this. Like we haven't even scratch the surface of the male audience or, you know, more of the like self-help people. I'm really like in my little contemporary romance, YA fantasy niche. And um, there are so many more people who enjoy books just as much as we do. Yeah. Well, hopefully some of them are listening now and we'll, <laughs> we'll, yes. we'll know about if you. Any, guys, and if anything, just come hang out with us. We, got, we, we tell you about signings. You know, I love pushing all my favorite, um, you know, books and, and products. So it's always, ever, it's no pressure. I'm not, we're not that kind of business. But um, <laughs> if you love books as much as we do, then you won't be able to help yourself. Do you want to ask the last question on the list? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This is my turn to speak. <laughs> Beck, Beck. Beck, I'm been. I'm most excited for this sweet little voice of yours. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, I feel really nervous now. <laughs> oh, stop! I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to be like booming and and deep. Um, hello. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do analysis. Uh, so yeah, clearly protecting books is important. Um, that said, how do you take care of your books? Uh, are they pristine? Are you a dog era? Do you write in the margins? Do you highlight or do you just leave them perfect? I'm really proud to say that I am a pristine <laughs> book person. No, correct um, answer. <laughs> especially seeing that that's what my product is uh, made to do. But yeah, I am, um, you know, coming for someone who just doesn't have money, I am very, very particular about my things. I'm, I don't, I'm not a sharer. I am very prideful of what I have and what it took for me to get said things. So I like to keep everything as, as clean as possible. So I have a bookmark or receipt that will hold my spot. Uh, and as soon as I am done, that baby is on the shelf and yep. not to be touched again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel the same. It's like I want to loan people books, but I'd rather just buy them a copy. I I once loaned someone one of my most favorite books and beautiful things ever, and I've never got it back. <sighs> and it, I just think about it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sad I don't have it anymore, and I just think about it every day. So now I don't lend people books because... Yeah. That was one of the reasons yeah. Bookbo was also formed, too. I mean, there's so many reasons on why I was, like, <laughs> making these. And uh, we're still getting stories now on what has been done and, and why people are using them. Um, but I actually <laughs> loaned out uh, Confess by Colleen Hoover, which was also signed. And I told you guys I was a fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I let someone read it. And it's like, you know, these people who just like see you passionate about something. So they're like, me too. And so they're like, I really want to read it, even though I guess they weren't readers, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like she had it for a while. And I'm like, hey, man, you're clearly not reading it. Like, I'll go ahead and take it back. Um, our schedules clashed. She left it in my mailbox and it fucking rained. Oh, no. Yeah. And she didn't so put I was it in like, a plastic bag. No, she I told you she was a monster. She's not a reader. She was a poser, man. And um, oh, those people that just stand there with books. I hate fake them. readers. Yeah. You see Fakers. them on the tube all the time. There was one yes. on my way into town and there was someone else holding a book. I'm like, why are you holding <laughs> they were just a book? Holding it, but they were just reading. holding it. It's not a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, look at me. I'm reading a book. I'm going to put it in your mailbox. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're just they're out there and I get it. And it makes me feel really good because I'm like I'm I feel a little proud that I guess reading is cool <laughs> spread that, the yeah. word um, <laughs> reading is. is cool I can vouch for that <laughs> exactly same it's like the coolest um, thing about so me. yeah we're not friends anymore so yeah good what us oh no, no mailbox no. mailbox girl <laughs> the mailbox girl <laughs> yeah 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 she doesn't deserve your friendship or your book or your book bay no. right good riddance so. mailbox girl yes. but i do have um i do what we have i have what we call the loner and it's just like uh, it'll be an old bow that i like really hated the print or like it was flawed in some way and um that's what i give out if i do loan a book out to a friend i mean i have so many books now it's not fair that I don't share my little library. So you loan your books out within in a loner bow. bow. Yeah, <laughs> meaning if they try to play games, it's not one of my favorite sentimental ones. Or <laughs> I'm like, jokes on you. You can have it. <laughs> yeah, you can put this in my mailbox. This is the thing. The book bow is so nice that it's like you need a book, book bow, bow to protect your book, your book bow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's they are meant to take the beating. So do not yeah. be sweet and sensitive to it. That's what they're made for, and I, um, they enjoy it. I have a, a use for a book bow that you may have come up with already, um, but one of one of my cats has decided that it's the perfect thing to sleep on. Um, <laughs> my cat as well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, she loves it. I often can't find my book because it's under cats. All right, uh, Bonita, I know that you are prepared for this question. I'm sort of prepared for your answer, uh-huh. and <laughs> um, obviously, you make bows for all sizes and t- types of book. Mm-hmm. Um, including hardbacks and paperbacks and et cetera, et cetera. Um, you are our first guest of 2020, yes. of our new season. Um, whose team Whose team is going to get the first point of the year, team paper or team plinth? I'm really excited to announce this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, uh, just, I'm just kidding. I'm I am team paper all day. Yes. Yes. All day. You know, Woo! I come from You're a romance correct. background. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come from a romance background of indie authors, you know, self who are self-publishing. And the, that is like my first love. So and paper was it's just how it was. Um, I'm not a big hardback person. I just it's too big and clunky. Like I already have enough shit in my purse. Like, thank you. I'm, you're I'm a monster. Rude hand <laughs> gestures across the <laughs> yeah. table to back. I'm being right sworn out. I think you're a genius. <laughs> I just, I feel like we've really bonded. Yeah. Every, everything, Alison, you can leave now. I like so much about you, Benita, but I knew this was how. Ha- I knew this. A smart, smart. Woman. And you know what's funny is she did know this because it really irked her, and she was she had to know way earlier before we even talked about podcasts you know she, i remember allison asking me this question you little nerd <laughs> so i broke her heart a long time ago you're not shocked yeah. no i'm not i'm like i was like i want this to be the first book of the year because it's like such a good message and such a lovely story but also god damn it the first vote is gonna go to paper it's fine i like to be a dark horse it's it's good that we we start off on a, the correct footing. Exactly. Your you know, definition of correct. Build a strong is... foundation of yeah. righteousness. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> and just so people really, really know, you know, 
<sighs> what is what is good and true in the world. Yeah. It's Which true. In paper form. Yes. Okay. All right. Enough of this. <laughs> Do you not want to talk about no, it? No, I don't want to talk about I it. I feel anymore. like we could talk about it a little longer. No, I think we're good. Just a little bit. <laughs> um what I would like to do I like next. how they fit in your hand. Okay, <laughs> shush. Before I hit you with a hardback. It makes a better Whoa. weapon. <laughs> That's yeah. another reason to love it. Um, so, okay. I knew that was happening. Uh, I, we've got an awesome kind of wide scope of your history. But let's tell people who are like, what the fuck is this book about? Yes. Do you want to kind of like, I read the like sweeping secrets. Everyone has them. Uh, synopsis. But... Do you want to kind of, in your own words, wink, wink, um, kind of tell listeners what Bright Side is about? Yes. Um, again, I'm not the most articulate, so um, I, I work on feelings. Um, and I don't know if that, uh, anyone else can resonate with this. So it's really hard. I always, everything that like means something to me is like how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And this is a book that is just warm. Um, Bright Side is about a girl named Kate who has had situations where she wasn't able to put herself first and um, has had an unfortunate circumstance happen in her life and she just decides to not waste another second. And um, in doing that, with having the heavy weight of her reality, has decided to be the light for everyone else around her too. No matter what is going on, uh, just spewing positivity and um we kind of get that journey with her um you know she's got a best friend named Gus who's an amazing man and she meets another amazing guy at a coffee shop I mean it's just heaven it's just freaking heaven um and and that's that's really all I've got I just if you really want to know it's just like it's just Kate on her journey and doing it for herself and and just um leaving these trails of light for everyone else um, behind her and that will come before her and it's just a fucking great book dude yeah uh, to be fair you said you're not articulate but I've got goosebumps right now Beck, yeah, you, Beck ma- you made them. my head tingle oh my god I'm obsessed with you guys I <laughs> <laughs> literally got a tingly yeah head. I'm feeling tingly <laughs> well, it's, but, I mean that's what it does and you know to go yeah. and just to put this in perspective I actually tried to find the message and I couldn't find it because you know we're friends now uh, me and Kim, and uh, so we talk often. Name, um, name dropping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please, with your old I know the band thing. Get out of here. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I know some um, people, too. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with you, Beck. Oh, my God. Um, so Kim messaged me, and this was years ago, and Kim had always never questioned, like, what BookBo was and, like, you know, who I was or am, and she sent me a message and it was so random and it was like I just wanted to say hey I'm really proud of you what you're doing is so brave and it's exactly what Kate would have done oh god I'm gonna cry I think we're both about to cry (laughs) I was a mess and I couldn't that's the kind of person who wrote this book dude you know what I mean like yeah she is constantly inspiring and even when like it's almost like she knew that that there was like so much self-doubt that like I was doing the right thing and it was just exactly what I needed to hear when I needed to hear it and it was amazing and I just couldn't get over I'll never forget it it will always be a part of my story can we talk about another book because I'm getting, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting very we're literally emotional. both in tears <laughs> yeah, I'm not but... sure I can deal with this many feelings you know how, how, how do you feel about Harry Potter no <laughs> <laughs> team Gryffindor stand up <laughs> um but yeah, you know, it's just like, and it's like, you can't hide from it. It, it. You have to run straight at it, you know? And that's just like what I've learned in like business and, and, and life and how fleeting it is. And especially with what happened with Kobe recently, you know, like I am all about happiness and, and letting everything go and like moving forward and like living right now. And um, that's why this book stuck with me so much. That's why I became so close with Kim because- I want to embody it. Like, I don't want to be affected by something and have this moment by myself. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing it for myself and for everyone else. Like, it is for the future because the more I'm able to act like this, the more I'm able to set the tone for, you know, my friends around me and, and their children. And, and it's going to create the world that they'll be living in, you know, 10 years from now. So uh, it's just really important. And you want to be the change that you see in the world. You know, I hate to be like a cornball about it, but uh, it's true. 
because if I would have known someone who looked like me, who had the same circumstances that I did growing up, then um, it would have probably changed the course of my life. And I didn't have a mentor and I'd have loved to have one. You know what I mean? So. Can you be my mentor? Yeah, you're our mentor. <laughs> Can I just no. casual request? We are, yes. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like put you in my pocket <laughs> and carry you around with me. Oh, guys, seriously. I think, I think actually what I, what I would love now is obviously Benita, you and I read this book, like both of us quite a a while ago, quite Mm -hmm. a few years ago and have been involved in the community, but back. You want to hear my story? Yes. I want to, I want to hear how, cause I do. I came across this book from Alison, (laughs) but I want to know like how, how it was reading it for you. Cause it's obviously really different from what you would normally pick up. It was, yeah, it was. And it was also, cause I kind of knew there was this big thing. This reason I was it. like, oh my god, we yeah. have to do this. But yeah. I didn't know what it. I didn't know obviously before. So I, I was a bit nervous to read it because I thought, oh god, what if I don't like it? What if I, I don't was so nervous that you get it? Not like what it? if? And that's, I know that there's this big thing, and what if yeah. I don't understand what the thing is? Um, but I, I liked it. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Um, there were tears, and yeah. I think the right places. Yeah. So I, I understood what was happening. Um, yeah, it, you, when you described it as being warm, I it yeah, that's how it felt. I really enjoyed reading it in a way. I obviously love reading, but I felt like I'd fallen into it, like I just had fallen into the book and I was just there and I was just sort of in a comfortable sweater and like there was so much sadness, but I didn't ever really feel particularly sad. Yes. I just felt full of love. Yes. And that was a really nice feeling. And I, I could have just read it. I read it in like, what oh a God, day? You like, whipped through it. Yeah. So quickly. Because I just, could, I didn't want to leave. I didn't yeah. want to leave. No, I read it. I think I read it in a weekend. I was like, I didn't, I thought it was going to be some really cheesy, yeah. horrible thing. And the way I discovered it, they're like, I think it's like a fan fiction written about Sunset Suns, which they were a hundred percent wrong. And I like <laughs> messaged the, the sound guy later, like, you have no idea what this book is. It has nothing to do with your band. It is so amazing. I was like crying, sending him pictures of me crying. He's like, what the fuck have we done? Um, but, but yeah, I read it so fast. I thought it was just going to be like a funny thing yeah. to read. And then I read it, and it was no, like, it was Holy it was the nicest one, and I could see it, like I could see it so clearly. I could hear the little bell on the door. <laughs> the also, bell. I oh. fucking hate those bells on those doors. <laughs> so every time I was just like, "Thank you, that's what I feel like." And yes, your coffee should be black. You people that put milk in it and syrup and awful things. What's wrong with you? Um, so I just yeah, I felt like I knew. I felt really connected immediately to to Kate, and I felt like I knew her, and I wanted to be with her all the time yeah yeah yeah. I mean I think at first when I first kind of and it was interesting to reread it especially kind of knowing in advance like how things are going to unfold so it was an interesting reread but I think like at first I was like oh god she's a bit annoying like she's a bit like she's too positive I mean I'm a cynic and I'm a bit of a sarcastic (laughs) asshole so I'm just like you really (laughs) (laughs) I was just like oh god like a bit eye rolly but then like it doesn't last long because you're just like god like she's just it's very hard to hate her you can't hate her it's very hard to be annoyed by her because it's so she's so authentic in it and it's you see as you get through the book you understand where that comes from and why it's there and it's it's real and it's kind and it's and you you really start to understand how much work it is to be all of those other things yeah you know what i mean to be to put that like uh aggressive energy it's just so much easier to be like fuck it like it's fine like yeah yeah there are worse things i think like there's like as we said there's so much sadness and there's so many emotions in this book and it tackles like not not to be unkind but an almost comical level of you know there's every bad thing that ever happens it's like what it is like abuse and disability and uh, homo uh, homophobia and uh, illness and like what is there a is there a thing that it doesn't tackle but and yet it doesn't feel like it's trying too hard even though it's going in all of these places and you're like oh now this is happening and this yeah. too but there's still like this genuine kind of thing that ties they, it all together. None of those things that they all feel just really authentic and, and they make sense like they don't feel like oh, I'm gonna drop I'll drop some I'll drop a cancer in here or I'll drop a rape in here or I'll drop a it doesn't feel like they're um, dramatic or like moments. it's trying to like oh I want to make a statement yeah about it doesn't this. feel like that it just feels like this is 
this is life actually exactly these these things happen a lot you know and you never know what the person next to you is going through and you can be the most sort of look on the bright side person ever Um, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that you have never felt pain it just means that you can hold it Mm -hmm. and you're able to handle what it is that life because you're you're meant to you're built for it like you know what i'm saying like so we're all so much stronger than we give give ourselves credit for and that's definitely what i took away from it more than anything yeah i think the takeaway is just uh, you know i think everyone that i know that's read it or you know obviously you see in the the facebook group which i meant to check how many uh people were in it to use that little statistic i see benita picking up her phone i'm on it um I mean, it's got tons and tons of followers. And I think even just kind of being part of that community, everyone kind of takes away this thing like we want to be more like Kate because she, wow. no matter what life has thrown at her, how many? 5,462. In the Facebook group. I want to cry I for him. This is, that just makes me, and the, the just so you guys know, just to keep, you know, it says her, the bright siders, lovers of good, people, books, music, tacos, coffee, sunsets. And lots Aww. of other good stuff, too. But this banner is small. <laughs> There's not enough room to include it all. We are family. <laughs> I got goosebumps again. It's just like the the heart of it is so true and so wonderful. And, you know, the, the moral of the story is honestly like do unto others as you, you know, it, it is Absolutely. like that classic thing. But it's just to it, it makes you think like if somebody who has been through what this character has been through and is going through what this character is going through and is facing what this character is facing can be that selfless yeah. and that kind and that brave and that strong for everyone else around her. Like, what? what's my excuse? I like that. Exactly. I got that thing of, like, just because you've had a rough time doesn't mean you can be a dick. <laughs> like you're, it's well, you not, could, you but could, it's not, like, you helping could, but anyone. It's not, and it's not, like, it's that's not, not the you. outcome. Like, that's not actually what happens. You can live through hard things and you can still be a kind positive enthusiastic loving person and just because life has been hard it doesn't mean the outcome is oh life's hard equals you're a dick and i would yeah. also like to add and it also means you get to enjoy all the perks that come with that as well like mm-hmm. you know so all you can i don't have children so i i don't really have a lot to say like i don't know if it's warranted or not but all from my experience you hope to raise children, teach them right from wrong. At the end of the day, they're their own people and they make their own choices. And you just hope that they're good choices. You know, me and my brother were raised the exact same way. No one got more spankings or whatever than the other. Um, he went a totally different route. He felt sorry for um, the position that we were put in. And, um, you know, I haven't spoken to him, unfortunately, in six years, probably more than that, because he's just decided to do his own thing. And it's like, that's the result of, his doing, not, you know, blaming it on my parents or whatever happened while he was away and had no one to take care of him. Like that was all on him. It had, and I was, I was in the same boat and I was alone, but I decided to like run towards it instead of like run away. And so it's not too late. It's do you boo. And it's everything else is going to fall around you and matter. And it, I just love this book so much y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that, that thing of like, we, we, can make choices like we're, we're given certain, every day <laughs> yeah certain things happen outside of our control but then we can make the choices of how we live with them and that's kind of what this book is like so many things happen outside of control but right then the decision is you know I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to drive and have this other life and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and this is what I'm going to make my life be rather than oh well these things have happened so I guess this is it now yeah. right the end. I'm going to and I'm like, going to open myself up to said things too like I'm going to I'm not going you know I am going to make eye t- contact with the really hot guy in the coffee shop as the door, you know, yeah. doorbell thing goes off Ding. and, you know, ask for my black coffee. And who knows? We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about doing epic, right? Yes. And I'm just so happy, Beck, like, Beck, just to torture you a little bit more just because it seems really fun right now. Um, but uh, Allison was like, yes. Like, when, when I was, like, bright side, she was like, yes, I'm. she's fucking reading it. Because like, <laughs> I don't know if she's been, like, trying to, but it's like, you didn't have a choice in the matter now. And so uh, she was, she was, she, like, she's enjoyed it. <laughs> the, the, the first, to be fair, the first thing Allison said was, like, you're reading it, and you will anyway because it's paperback, so you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't even come in hardback, so you're fine. <laughs> um, I love it. Well, I do love also, like, I mean, like I said, I was really nervous because it's indie, because, you know, it's not it's not like 
you know, the prose isn't Angela Carter-esque. Like, it's it's simple. It's simply written, but it's it's from the heart, and it's true, and it, it hits people. So, but I was afraid. You're, you know, you are you have a master's in writing, and you have a degree in English literature. I was like, what if she thinks this book is, like, beneath her? Which is so stupid, because that's not the person you are. But I, I worried. Yes, I like to have a, a hierarchical <laughs> superiority when it comes to my reading. You have to be on my level. I look down on everything else. I know. Let me just get up on my pedestal now so I can look down <laughs> on all of you. But you know what I mean. Like you, when you when something means something to you, like you do worry, especially like that someone so yes. important in your life yeah. may not get it or like it. And um, I'm so I was so glad when you you know messaged me like, oh, I loved Audrey and like you. Were, I loved Audrey. Can we just shout out to Audrey? Audrey, Audrey. mom of the year. <laughs> I loved her. She was my favorite character. She's, I oh. loved her. She just stole my heart a little bit. Yeah, she was so like strong and calm and just like okay cool this is what we're going to do now it's yeah. all right i got you and yeah. it just it just made me absolutely crumble with all the feelings yeah i love it but i think what made me really really happy was you i forget the context but you messaged me like or or we were together i don't remember but you you had said something like kate had been sitting with you like even after you finished the book for yeah. like a few weeks you're like kate's been like oh with me like she's been on my mind like you were thinking oh, I like, of her I feel like I like I think about her like every day like if I go into a coffee shop I go and get coffee I'm like oh ding 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 there's a oh, sunset now you guys are giving me chills <laughs> <laughs> but now I was also like um, because okay so obviously um Benita and I uh, are friends with Kim, but we haven't told so her. So you guys are friends with who? Is that is, Kim, she, is that the Kim author? Holden. We you like haven't know mentioned her. that. Is she is she <laughs> oh, I have I the same one that's on the on the cover of this book. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you know. She wow. This. Do you happen to have signed copies at all? I do. I do. Okay, cool. I have signed copies. If of any, all I her knew. Books. If any, you knew someone that had like a protective sleeve that could, <laughs> could look after the book so it didn't get trampled. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, I know a person that. Do does you know? That okay, cool. Anyone else that you guys know? Or have you ever? heard of this band called um (laughs) (laughs) no anyway (laughs) i am excited because we because kim as you've heard when we both just basically cried she's come up a couple of times yeah she is one i she is one of the nicest people (laughs) on the planet i mean she has done so many kind things for me and supporting like my music and my art and just just like when we started this podcast, you know, she was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to listen. And she likes everything. And she's like, I love hearing your voice. Like, she's just so fucking nice. Um, and and I said, like, oh, I, I want you to be a guest on this podcast. And she was like, oh, no, no, I don't feel like I'm 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 like clever enough to be on there. She said something like that. Like, and I was like, you're ridiculous. Well, of course, I'm on my pedestal looking down at everyone. Yeah. So that makes she sense. probably heard you and was like, I can't yeah. I can't yeah. talk to Beck. She can't but, get up there. <laughs> but um, I I haven't told her that we are doing Brightside, and so in a couple of days when we post this, it's going to be a surprise. And I just think it's nice, and hopefully it will like make her feel as important and loved and wonderful as she has made us feel. Because are we going to be her sunset? We are going to be her sunset, her Twix bar, her black cool. coffee, her um, tacos, her veggie tacos, veggie tacos. Mm, I could um, totally go for some tacos. Right and now. like, I hope that she. None and most importantly, are, Allison, yeah. her hug. Because I was literally about to say it. <laughs> okay, she sorry. actually, she did this do the show. movement. I was, yeah, I was. She was doing the movement. <laughs> she she said it with her arms rather than her mouth words, so <laughs> oh, you might not see? have picked it up initially. <laughs> yeah, no, Kim Kim has so a thing right. about hugs, and she gives the fucking best hugs. The best. The best hugs. She's an amazing hugger. So I hope, even though none of us are in her physical presence that this episode feels like the biggest hug giving back to her because she just like I mean I could go on and on and back now I'm super stoked like you're in the and I have gone on and on (laughs) thanks for that eye roll Um, (laughs) carry on honestly (laughs) but the like the Facebook community because I was like Beck you got to go in low key like don't post anything or or Kim might put it together that we're doing the podcast (laughs) I'm going to invite you but you're not allowed to say a single word (laughs) don't comment on any post because she'll see it and she'll know like like Kim has 
nothing better to do than <laughs> suss out that we're secretly podcasting about her. Um, but now I'm like, now you can really get involved and we can talk about sunsets and coffee all of the time. But it's a really like lovely community. And I mean, I've met a ton of people in that community that I never would have like this was never my genre of book. And I've went to a signing in Birmingham and met a bunch of the, the crew and Gemma, like her best friend that she met through this and. Uh, hey Gemma, shout out. Hey Gemma. Karen and all these peeps. Um, and uh, it's just like a lovely group of wonderful people lifting each other up, reminding each other to stay strong and be brave and do epic. And, um, and Kim's, like whenever, yeah. Kim's just a lot like Kate, too, if you really think about it, doing yeah. a lot for others all the time, but then also having, you know, I don't, and not necessarily felt like left alone in it by mm-hmm. herself. So it's like, you know, you want to be there to kind of support her the way she supported you. And that is like my only mission. <laughs> That's why I will not ever let this stop. Like, if if I keep getting bigger, I'm going to do another reference to Brightside because like my ultimate goal is to make her like New York best time bestseller. Like if I start a production studio, like I'm making this damn movie. Like there are, I'm obsessed with her. You guys and are really I want this nice to be. You. What the hell? Jesus. So much doing for people. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like, I, I, we just can't stop doing nice things for people. That's <laughs> why I'm doing, that's why ever. I'm doing this. Like, it's like, I really adore Allison and like, you know, hearing a little bit about her story, I was like, hell no, bitch. Like it doesn't stop here. Like what else can we do? Like your passions mean so, and then, you know, you Beck, like we have to keep going. I just love you guys. <laughs> And I'm going to shout it off the freaking rooftops until everyone is aware. (laughs) Well, we are shouting about BookBo. You're shouting about us. Your audience is a little bit larger right now. But like, (laughs) hey, we lift each other up, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we all love reading and books and the characters that mean so much to us and and impact us in the ways that Kate has in this instance. Um, So good. So, yeah, it all it all ties together in a wonderful little book. And I think as well, just something that I was thinking about a lot when I was reading it is like this book is such a nice place to hide in. Even mm. though, like, there is there are a lot of challenges and difficulties in it, but because of the way that Kate is and the way that it's written, that warmth of it, like, you can just you can just sort of hide and grow and heal a bit with it because there's so much light. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice little place to. I agree. Your head. Yeah. So I know. Your answer is probably everyone, but uh, we do ask at the, you know, as we're kind of closing up every episode, um, who would you recommend this book to and why? Hmm. Can't say everyone. (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) You know, uh, my actually, I always recommend it to people who have gotten just started getting into reading again, um, who need that. that push, like the slumps, like anyone who feels like they're in a slump and haven't read it, I'm always like, this one, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, this is the one. So, um, oh man, still a terrible answer. Everyone just read this damn book. Quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> it mean, definitely is a good book for like, I, I agree with that. that if you're sort of new to reading or you're getting back into reading, it's a really nice place to start because it's not, it's not demanding too much yeah. from you Absolutely. as a reader. Like you can just, you fall into it and it's really, and I mean, it's quite a chunky. I said to you when it arrived, it was much bigger than I was expecting, yeah. but it's not hard to read. It's really easy to just stroll through and you learn so much about the characters and who people are. And it really introduces you, I think, to um, like getting to know people yeah. in a fiction world without it really asking you it's a really good like restart book like if you know you're really been into like intense fantasy and it's just like okay oh my god like uh fairies are getting kind of crazy now you know we get it you're (laughs) immortal you can do anything you're hot as hell we get it um or you know it's just like it's one of those things that just it just restarts you it's it just it's a good feel good book that like makes you realize why you wanted to read like what why you're so passionate towards it uh it's 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 that book nice yeah i, love that. I agree with that um i am very curious to see what 
quote you pick. Is it going to make me cry? Can Probably. I get a heads up on this? Yeah. Is uh, it going to make us cry? No. Again? That's no, a yes. Just I can see your face. Really you know I can see your face, right? That's a yes. <laughs> I can tell that that's no, a yes. No, no. It's not. That's not my style. I told you guys, I'm a feel good gal. Okay. So um, I, I always, I'm leaving it with something hopefully to inspire. It was really hard actually to choose because I really wanted to do her list. Um, uh, yeah. I think Kim's favorite thing um, is the list, the, the rules. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I put no. too Okay. <laughs> All right. My quote is, you are brave. Now go. Do epic. That's an order. Do it. Please. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We're not crying. <laughs> You're crying. You know, and it, I think it's exactly, it's just exactly what she would have left us with. It, I know. It is what she left us with. It's, it's not that difficult, you guys. It's, you are brave. You're stronger than you know. Now fucking go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're having Guys. a slight emotional meltdown over here. Oh, this is my favorite thing ever. Please have me back. Oh my god, you can come back anytime. You can just be our special guest. Like Benita checks in. Right? Are you still weaker. not drinking? What are you reading? <laughs> um, oh my do you, god. Do you guys get a quote too? No. Is, are we all do- well, Why would we need one? That's Aww. it. You did it. <laughs> that sums it up perfectly good thank you so much for yes. making us cry several <laughs> times and sharing your incredible story with us you're like yes this book is inspiring but I'm just gonna be a sap and say you're an incredibly inspiring person oh, and I'm you. so proud to know you thank um, you and so proud to have you as a part of this thing that we're doing. God, I'm an emotional wreck today. I am, when we leave, I'm going to uh, yell at Alison <laughs> quite a bit because I do not feel prepared for any of what I just... Oh, you today. guys. Good. <laughs> I'm excited. Much. I'm excited to have you guys feeling something because I'm feeling the same. Every time I talk to um, beautiful, creative women like yourselves, it does the exact same thing for me. You know, like it only puts, uh, you know, lights the fire under my ass so much bigger. And it's Sunday and F the Super Bowl. Like I'm going to get some work done today. So I appreciate you. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. And I hope you guys really, really like listen and believe it when I say that, um, I am incredibly honored to know both of you and I only want you guys to just like live your best lives. So I love you. <laughs> I mean it. Just, uh, we love you too. Um, do you want to, well, let's switch over in a promo zone. Can you um, tell everyone where they can find you and BookBo online so they can follow you and your journey and your amazing inspirational vibes please yes so you can find um you can find us at bookbo.com we are on instagram at at bookbo and that's b-o-o-k-b-e-a-u as well as on facebook at face um bookbo book sleeves so come and join the community guys welcome to the family whether you have a bow or not we are we would be honored to have you uh, along with the journey with us so come on (sighs) Amazing. Well, I hope you have an incredible Sunday. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. Um, uh, And thank you, Kim. I know you're listening and we love you, love you, love you, love you so much. We love you, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. We'll let you go. And I guess to everyone out there, do epic. Um, I hope you read this book and you love it as much as we do. And uh, you, uh, yeah, just go out there and do awesome things. What she said. (laughs) If you would like to be a guest on season two of Your Own Words, please, please, please reach out to us uh, through our website, yowpod.com. We are really, really uh, interested this year in exploring a more diverse range of authors. So if uh, a book written by a BAME author or an LGBTQIA plus author has meant something to you, please do get in touch. We'd be really, really excited to share um, share share your story and share that experience with you you can find us on instagram at yowpod on twitter at yowpod uh, please join our facebook group and chat books with us in there and of course if you like what you hear if you want to support us and support the podcast financially you can do so at patreon.com slash yowpod you'll get lots of awesome bonus content and perks over there so we hope to see you there as well happy reading everyone
Your Own Words is hosted by Allison Dennings and Becky Graham. It is recorded at The Pitch Room in Runway East Soho. Theme music by Natasha Pasternak. Read along with us at yowpod.com.